again for another exciting episode of the Video Store Clerks podcast. We are here this evening as your clerks. I'm Dave. Chadman. Chuck. All right. <laughs> we're excited. Can you tell? We're excited because this is going to be another fun one, folks. Because tonight is... Is... Kevin Smith night. That's right. Episode 37. 37? 37. In a row? That's what we're going to do. I'm excited. I'm so excited. These nipples, they could cut fucking diamonds. Let's do it. Video store clerks. It's not a legacy I want to leave behind, but I am Chuck Nasty. How the fuck am I out of this? Welcome to the store. Wow, there we go. Now we're ready. You always forget that. I do. Now we're I think by episode through. 37, I'd have it down, but I don't. Welcome once again to Video Store Clerks. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Please join us in the live chat and tell us what you think, because tonight we will be discussing and ranking our top three favorite Kevin Smith movies. Another difficult one. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was tough. It was tough. And what's even tougher was trying to find 30-second clips from his movies. Yeah, considering the fact the best parts are all the dialogue. Yeah. Like. In a row. In a row? That's right. So once again, yes, please join us in the live chat. Tell us what you think. What are your top three favorite movies from writer-director... Kevin Smith, the king of the independent. Are we on? Okay. I thought we, we, everything runs smooth until we're about to go on, and then like something, something gets a little glitchy. A little yeah, glitchy. Whatever keeps it interesting, keeps us on our toes, right? That's right. And what I was taught is, if you're live, nothing can go wrong. So let's get this party started. We will start at number three. Wait, Jersey Girl. Is that one of your top ones, Michael? If it is, I might have to make fun of you. <laughs> I would say he's kidding. I would say yeah. he's kidding, too. I, was, I mean, but, you, know, you, you, you know this guy, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Everybody knows that Jersey Girl is not good. Kevin Smith doesn't even like Jersey Girl. Mm. So why the fuck anybody else? But my number three is one that some people didn't like. But I just saw it for the first time today, and you know what? I dug it. It's called Tusk. Tusk is my number three. There's not that many movies that, like, I feel like really disturbed me. <coughs> Tusk was one of them. I was kind of like, wow. It's my number three, also. Is it two? Mine too. <laughs> oh, good. Well, let's watch some put the Tusk then. Let's continue then. <laughs> I think that's a first. Yeah, really. Uh, yeah, no, you're completely right about it being a very disturbing film. Um, so it's a disturbing. It's a disturbing idea, completely. Um, the idea of a man trying to turn another human being into 
a fucking animal and a, war, a walrus of all things. Um, it's grotesque. It's yeah, that's fucking disturbing. And for those that are out there that are watching this, for some reason, if you have no idea what Tusk is, a uh, movie about a jackass fucking podcaster who goes around and and uh, he goes around the country looking for new stories and shit like that. And he ends up going to a bar at one place and reads an ad about somebody just wants to tell all his stories to somebody. And he ends up at this dude's house. He ends up having a good time until his alcohol ends up actually being like, you know, he's being drugged. And he passed the fuck out. And then, well, yada, yada, yada. He ends up a fucking walrus. walrus. Yeah. Fucking crazy ass fucking movie, dude. The movie there's so there's so many different emotions in this movie. First off, like mm-hmm. you have you have the emotion of, of uh, you know Justin Long is a fucking asshole. His character is a fucking dick, uh, and it's very clear that he's an asshole to his friends, his girlfriend, everybody. All he cares about is himself. So you have the emotion of I really kind of hate this guy, and then when things start to happen, you kind of feel bad for him, but you're also going, eh, that's kind of karma. Uh, and and I, I don't know. I, I really enjoy it. It does get a lot of shit, but I really enjoy it. Sorry, I didn't mean to fucking, it's your fucking first pick, my bad. Well, it's all of our first pick as a target. Yeah, but you were, you, you were first to say it. I'm just, I'm just doing what I do, and I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Forgive me. You don't ever have to be sorry. You I'm don't have sorry. to be sorry for liking Tusk. No. Okay. Good, good. I remember me and Mike went at and saw it in the theater at a midnight showing. Not way, many people way did. back when. I, I, don't even, I, don't, I don't even think it broke a million dollars. It didn't do well. Oh, really? well. It was some shit too. Like if you like took a picture of your ticket stub and then twatted, tweeted, tweeted it. Twatted it. When you twatted, when you twatted it. Then, then you was going to put you in the credits, but we didn't find our name. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Tusk, tusk, Well, he crosses the border to Canada to interview. Um, he was the Kill Bill kid instead of the Star Wars kid, which was really famous back then. And then yeah. when he goes to his house to interview him, he finds out he killed himself. So yeah, there's still this dark humor throughout the movie. Like oh, that yeah. Kevin Smith humor. Well, the kid cut all. Didn't, didn't he cut all his arms and legs off? Like cut his leg off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like. What the fuck is the uh, Sixth Sense kid's name in real life? Um, Joel Osman. Uh, Haley Joel. Haley, Haley. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just, just, just him being in that shit too is pretty funny. Uh huh. And then Johnny Depp shows up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Acting is oh guy Lapointe. Yeah, that's right. Crazy as ever. He looked like he was really having a good time, I have to say. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know he was in it until I, cause I, I'd never seen it. And I bought it. I was like, oh, shit. Kevin Smith makes a horror film? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, originally, and, I think Quentin Tarantino was supposed to blame, but he thought he wanted mm-hmm. him to play the fucking Wallace's character, but he didn't. Yeah. And then he gave it to Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Uh, the acting in this fucking movie is fucking phenomenal. Uh, yes. I can't remember dude's name, but the crazy dude. 
in real life was his real name. I can't think of his name neither, but he should be in more horror movies. I think he's dead now. Oh, did he pass away? Damn. Yeah, I think That's he died a couple of years ago. Oh. I'm pretty well, sure. Let's take a look at. Well, I actually got two clips from Tusk. Let's do that while uh, Chapman looks up some info. Yeah. Well, you might even call it itsy bitsy. The itsy bitsy spider crawled up the water spout. Holy shit. Now came the rain and was the spider out. Let me out of this chair, you fucking psycho! Let me out! Let me out, you old fucking nutbag! Help! Somebody out! <laughs> 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 it's Michael Parks. Yes, yeah. he died uh, May 9th, 2017. Oh man, he was also uh, in Red State. Mm -hmm. Oh, he was great in that. Which that's yes, he was. That's a that's a damn good movie. Um, but he was also in From Dust Till Dawn. Oh yeah, he was the sheriff. Who'd he playing that, the sheriff at the beginning of it. Oh, God yeah, damn, he's always the Kill Bill sheriff. Oh shit! And <laughs> I forgot guy, about that. He's, yeah, he's talking. I, I, that whole scene I love though, and he he is he, he was such a good actor. But he just the so way he like Oh man, I didn't even put that together. See, this is an educational show. I need that that jingle from the more you know thing. Do, 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 do. Oh, I was God. gonna say that would be it's kind of copyrighted. Can't really. <laughs> Let's distort it. Whatever. <laughs> What's funny though is like that whole movie became all because. Kevin Smith reading the Craigslist thing or whatever about a guy that wanted a roommate to come over and wear a fucking walrus costume for two hours yeah. a day. <laughs> the Smodcast, episode 259. <laughs> where it all started. Yeah, like, Craig, you can find anything on Craigslist. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's fun uh, to actually find out where certain ideas come from. Because I, I thought of some weird-ass story ideas and shit, just doing the weirdest shit, like just dumb shit that I had to think of whole other fucking things. Yeah, this one, this one was, I mean, there's, there is a lot of, lot of comedy moments, but when it starts getting dark, it starts getting dark real quick. And there's kind of no turning back from it, mm -hmm. uh, which is what I like. Because I, 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 I like the fact that it is so fucking disturbing. Because you're like, oh, okay, it's Kevin Smith movie, blah blah. blah. Uh, and then, like I said, once the once the the first little bit of the movie and it starts getting serious, once he goes to the house and all that shit, mm -hmm. it starts becoming a terrifying realization that this is not going to be your average Kevin Smith movie. And it's like as as he's being drugged, he's slowly kind of getting out of it. That's when the movie takes a turn too. Mm hmm. Uh, the like whole hurts playing with the walrus dick or the whale dick. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the uh, the scene where uh, Johnny Depp's Johnny Depp's character talks about how he met him once, and he, he's like, "Are you here about the spider?" See, Are you that's the scene the I wanted to try to find, but I couldn't. We couldn't find it. Uh, that scene is fucking gold. It's <laughs> yeah, it fucking is. hilarious. I, I the, the the scene where where where, the, where you first find you first see Johnny Depp. 
and you see Mickey first meet his character. Um, where they're sitting at the restaurant or whatever, and he's like eating some weird shit. He's like smoking cigarettes, and he's like, I don't know. There was something about that whole scene that was just kind of like, ooh, I'm intrigued. I don't know. I just said that, that that movie's so good, and it's so underrated. It really is. It really is. And as it turns out, Kevin Smith is really good at building tension. Mm. He's a really good horror director, as it turned out. Oh yeah, he really is. He's got. There's a third one that's supposed to be coming out soon. Because it's a whole trilogy. Yeah, I heard it was supposed to be um, what was it? Moose Jaws, Jaws with a moose. Something like that, yeah. And there was talk of a sequel to Tusk too. I don't know if that's. That's what he's talking about doing now, since he just did Clerks Three. And Justin yeah. Long would turn back to a human, and he would be the villain. I don't know. I think kind of leave this one. Leave this one alone. I would. Say. I, I mean, I think it, I, I want to see it. it. I, would I mean, still see it. I'm kind of curious. That's kind of an mm -hmm. interesting idea, but yeah, it, it doesn't. But it doesn't need to be made. Yeah. Speaking of Justin Long as the Walrus, let's take a look. Children, shut your eyes. That if you are to fulfill your destiny, if you are to be a true walrus, well, Mr. Tusk, a walrus must learn to swim. <laughs> there you have it, Tusk. <laughs> it's a really good movie. It looks crazy. Like I remember the one day I told Dave and his wife to watch it, and I guess he fell asleep. And then she told me to never recommend any movies to her again. Because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what movie or TV show it is, she has to watch it all the way through. She has to finish it. Even though I'm she did not want to finish this one. It's so good, though. I still but it's so scared. disturbing. It's uh -huh. so fucking disturbing. When he turns into the fucking walrus. Right, like once he, like a year passes or whatever, and they like still go up to visit him, and he's in like a fucking zoo, zoo or whatever. Yeah, he's that's kind of weird. Fish and shit. Like, and it's just the so sounds dumb, he makes. Yeah. The, it's, There's definitely I, I emotion in his yeah. tombra. Like how big of a douche he was. God damn, I don't think anybody deserves that. No. That's pretty fucking brutal. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's some shitty people out there that probably deserve that, but uh there's, there's, yeah, that's just that's that's brutal. That's pretty it's it a it's a creative way. Wonder, it makes you wonder too if like dude really actually did live through all that shit. Like if any of those stories were real. Because he's like apparently on a fucking like boat with Hemingway and all this other shit. Oh yeah, yeah. So like it makes you wonder what's real and what's not after that point. Like you figure that the fucking walrus shit's real because he really had a hard on for turning Mister Tusk into a walrus so he could fight him and give him like the edge since he had no chance last time or whatever. Mm -hmm. The white even, even the walrus fight's pretty dope though. Yeah. There you have it, Tusk. Well, we're moving on to number two already. I don't think we've ever picked the same one like that before. I don't either. Maybe like another one. That's about it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Well, my number two, man, this was the hardest one for me. It's it's changed probably fifty times throughout the day. Um, I guess I'll just go with Mallrats. Uh, Mallrats was his second film, '95, uh, I believe it came out, and this was me back in the '90s. I was a mall rat. Got my heart broken. I even wore the flannel shirt around my waist, just like T.S. did. This was the 90s. And much like this guy, throughout my youth, I felt like everyone else could see the damn sailboat but me. You know what I mean? What's he doing? Oh, well, if you stare at this poster for a few seconds, a hidden picture appears. Can we do it, please, please? All right, go ahead. But hurry, the Easter Bunny's waiting. Wow, it's a schooner. <laughs> you dumb bastard. It's not a schooner, it's a sailboat. A schooner is a sailboat, stupid head. You know what? There is no Easter Bunny! Over there, that's just a guy in a suit! Scene. Classic scene. Like I said, it's real hard finding a 30 second clip out of his movies, but there was one. Yeah. It's so weird that that guy ended up losing so much weight. Now he's like a big muscular dude now. Yeah. It's oh, crazy. he's jacked as fuck now. Oh, yeah, dude. I wouldn't fuck with him. But yeah, that, 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 that's a good scene. That's a good scene. Morris is a. Uh, it's it, it, it's I don't know. It definitely is one of those movies where, like, when you watch it, you're stuck back in that time period. Mm-hmm. Like, you start remembering shit, like the way the malls used to be, and like, you know, just just how how society was. Like, you talking about the clothing and everything. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. the grunge days. Yes, I was hardcore into the grunge. I parted my hair in the middle and all that shit. Oh yeah, my hair was parted in the middle too back when I had it. Um, back when I was this- a youngster. Yeah, when when this came out, it was right after Clerks, and I think everybody was expecting Clerks too, I guess. And Mark's Mallrats was kind of cartoony, I'll give you that, but it was still funny. And it wasn't playing in any theater anywhere near me at all because we we wanted to go see it, but it wasn't like anywhere. Um, so you wonder why these movies bomb sometimes because we can't go fucking see it. That's why. God damn it. Uh, it was an introduction of Brody Lee too, right? I think this was his first movie. Yeah. Who? Jason Lee, not Brody. Brody was the name of the character. Right. Yeah. But he was also in other. He was also in other movies. Mm-hmm. The character was professional skateboarder, gone actor. Um, did he go on to win an Emmy for My Name Is Earl too? You know, I'd never watched that show. It's that pretty funny. This is a funny ass show. Yeah. It's got Supley on there too. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check. Yeah, it's been. I need to go back and watch that one too. Um, um, the kid with the escalator, the Stan Lee cameo, um, all good stuff, man. Come on. Uh, the say, would you like a chocolate covered pretzel? <laughs> oh, and Michael Rooker, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's 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 one of the quintessential Kevin Smith films. You know what I mean? I, I, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you've seen this movie, um, and you like it. Like, there's no. I mean, it's 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 a funny fucking movie. It's one that I've watched. I can't even count twenty times over on my fingers and toes. 
like it's one that I, that I, I reach for uh, quite a bit. It's just, it's fucking hilarious, and it does have it's it. Kevin Smith has memorable moments in his movies, and Mallrats definitely fucking gets them though. Uh, I, th- I think my favorite line is "Fly, fat ass, fly." Yeah, <laughs> probably should have used that one. It's really, it's really fucked up though. Like uh, about Mallrats is like the whole like the fifteen-year-old girl that has sex for her studies. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Trish the dish. <laughs> yeah, like it's, nobody it's, calls me that. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty fucked up. Uh, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna, what was it? Ben Affleck says. I'm gonna put it somewhere. It's really uncomfortable at the back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> uh, plays, yeah, which he plays. I mean, dude, he plays such a good douchebag. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, he really fucking does. I mean, even in movies, he's not supposed to be a douchebag. He comes off as a douchebag. He's that good at it because he probably is really a douchebag. Um, I'm trying to think because there really is so many good fucking moments. Oh, uh, the whole cat and mouse thing with. Brody and uh, Shannon Dory's character and Ben Affleck's character. Like, I, I don't know. Because I think we all can relate to this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I, I know that me and a couple of my friends, like, we always, like, dove head first into Kevin Smith films because we felt like we can relate in a way. And when it came down to it, this one is one where, how can you not relate to it? Mm-hmm. You know, hanging out at a mall, driving, you know, driving around doing stupid shit when you, you got nothing to do, fucking talking about dumb shit with your friends. And you have that one friend that he thinks one thing is so important and it's actually mediocre and doesn't mean a goddamn thing. And you have the other fucking friend that's always the one. You always have that one friend in the group that's whining over a fucking girlfriend or whatever. There's just so much shit. But the whole idea of trying to win a woman, uh, win a girl's heart back, you know, trying to make sure her dad doesn't try to kill you. Like, you know, running from security guards. Been there. Um, <clears throat> uh, they make the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Oh, and we can't we can't forget uh, about uh, oh, what's her fucking ass name? The chick with the three nipples. Three oh, nipples. Oh, Barnes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace on her on, uh, for her as well. I mean, so many good fucking like moments. This fucking movie. What's the Stan Lee cameo? Stanley cameo. And like what? I said, I, that's why I picked this one. I just felt like it was kind of a part of my life. It's a really good movie. This I think what, I think it was my first Kevin Smith movie I actually seen. Yeah. And this is what you did. You got your heart broken. You went to your friend's house and you all went to the mall. That's what you did. It's true. It really is. That's what we did every weekend. Mm-hmm. And then we started hanging out at the bowling alley. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then we moved to the bowling alley. Did that too? Yeah, it's a good. Time. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I I just know that. Well, actually, reverse that. The scene at the end of it, with the uh, the whole game show thing going on, when Brody's up there trying to stall, and he starts telling the story, and then you have the guy uh, who was the one that played Dante and Clerks. Um, Gil Hicks, which is funny because it's so close to Bill Hicks, and he actually looks like Bill Hicks, like a, a dorkier version of like Bill Hicks. It's kind of funny. I've always thought it was kind of interesting. But like his comment at the end, like when he's almost done with the story. So what happened? Did he come? Jesus Christ, Gil! <laughs> well, it's funny because like 
And the I opening scene characters in all the movies, his last name's Hicks. Is it? Yeah, because he's Dante, and then he's Gil, yeah. and then in Dogma, he is. Uh, was it Dwayne? Oh, it was Dale. Dale, maybe that's it. Started with a D. The D. The Boy D. starts with a D. What? It really does. But there you go, Mall Rats. My number two is going to be what started the whole movies thing. Dogma. Dogma, fucking, whenever that shit came out, that shit had me cracking up. Just because of how ridiculous it was. Because I've never really been a religious type. Yeah. But it definitely goes over the top. Grant Hicks is Grant? what his name oh. is in Dogma. I was way off. <clears throat> Samsonite. It's way off. <laughs> but. Yeah, Dogma was met with protests, believe it or not. Yep. Actually, here, just check this out. Organizers in Eatontown had hoped for hundreds to join them in the protest against the movie Dogma. Instead, they got less than two dozen. But they were joined by this man. He wouldn't admit it, but he looked and sounded suspiciously like Dogma's writer, director, co-star, and New Jersey resident, Kevin Smith. I don't think it stands for, uh, for anything positive. What does it stand for? I don't know, but I've been told not good. <laughs> I've been told That's it's great. not good. Who does that to their own movie? That's great. I think it's hilarious that he, that he actually got away with that. And like, Dogma equals dog shit. I like Dogma. I thought Dogma. I think Dogma's a great fucking movie, man. It, I, it, it actually got real close to being my number two. Yeah, it was getting passed around with me. Yeah, so. it's, I like the fact that like it took... It kind of it kind of took like uh, religion, bent it over, and then shoved a fucking giant foot up its ass. Um, oh, that's, okay, that is what it said. My bad. <laughs> Still, oh. I'm paying attention. <laughs> um, but I, 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 George Carlin, I, it's, yeah, it's, a what a cast! It's, it's such a great cast, and the story is so fucked up. It it works. Right. I mean, even even the fact that like the fact that Jay and Silent Bob are in it, um, it the profits. Yeah, it's Alan, just it's Alan just, Alan, yeah, like I do. Oh my god, it's such it's such a good movie. People, a lot of religious people got pissed off about it. I know that uh, when it came out, my dad's church at the time. Um, I know that they they had some words to say about it, even though like they weren't Catholic. But it was still anti-religious, regardless. So all the churches were. It was it was one movie where all the churches like almost cleaned together and were like, "We have to stop this." Um, but you no, know, fuck it, man. It shows that you you don't have to be uber serious about religion. You know what I mean? There's a good fucking story there. It's probably one of the best stories in uh, dark comedy. Um, great cast. It's fucking hilarious, uh, and. You can't beat the uh, the scene where uh, Damon and Affleck walk into that fucking uh, uh, was it the movie fucking main yeah, studio headquarters offices? Yeah, and he goes in there. They go in there and preach some shit, and then fucking lay everyone out. 
Mm-hmm. It was Pulp Fiction like a son of a bitch. Kills I everybody but the woman, and he's like, you know, out of everybody in here, you're you're a decent human being. He's like, but you did not say God bless you when I sneezed. <laughs> then he points the gun at her. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, that like uh, Chris Rock is actually funny in this, even though I really don't. I can't. I can barely stay in that dude, but he's funny in this movie. Like it's it's such a good movie, and he got so much shit. And you know, actually, a funny thing about Dogma that I found out, uh, which makes me really kick myself in the ass, because I used to have a shit ton of Kevin Smith VHSs. Um, I guess they got lost in the. Um, pile of movies that I got rid of a while back because I can't find any of them. Unless there's one container it might be in, but God damn it, I'm not digging through it. But I thinking about it, I think I lost them. Um, Dogma is impossible to find now. Do you know it's the story? YouTube. You have to get it on it, YouTube. Is it on YouTube? Yeah. Well, can you um, rent it on YouTube? No, you have to kind of dig for it a little bit. Um, it's currently held hostage by Harvey Weinstein. That's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna talk about. Yeah, I didn't know about that till the other day when my friends told me about it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it, like it's it's fucked up, but that's how it works. I mean, he he paid for it. It's his. Yeah, and I think he said he wanted five million for it, but yeah. it's like, goddamn, even if Kevin Smith does a some kind of crowdfundme shit to get it. I, I mean, him, what, Kevin offered him like a million for it. Yeah, but what's to stop him from saying once he gets to five million? What's to stop him from saying I want twenty? Right. Yeah. I mean, come on, the guy's a fucking snake. Mm-hmm. He absolutely is. I mean, one steam. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't matter how horrible of a person you are; it doesn't change anything with the movie. It's his. Nah, he bought it, so there's nothing yeah. he can do. Which makes it even worse that I had it on VHS. And now I don't think I have it on VHS. I had it on VHS and unopened. And I was unopened because I, I at one time I had a copy of it on DVD uh, that disappeared on me, and so I had this this I I had a girlfriend a long time ago. Uh, her and her mom used to go uh, mornings during the weekend to garage sales, and would find. All kinds of shit, and then she she got that for me at one of them, and it was un- unopened dogma, and I was like, oh shit, okay, and I'm pretty sure, God, I'm gonna search fucking high and low tomorrow, or one day <laughs> soon, because that because dude, I swear, if I have that, I'd be a happy motherfucker, but I, I really don't, I don't know, I don't know, I'll report back when I, whenever I find out. Damn. God damn it. Dogma. I mean, you know, it makes sense that, that would be the movie that that's almost that's it's impossible to find. Mm-hmm. I still have it on DVD. Unless like something changed. Unless there's something, because uh, sometimes when that happens, there's like an expiration date after so many years go by, the rights reserve or reverse back. Yeah. Um, but unless he either pays for it or that's the case, and like well, a couple more years go by. Thing is, though. Uh, and not to be, get all law and order here on shit, but when it comes down to like the, to the fact that Weinstein, it's his, he owns it, whatever the fuck. But like other offenders out there with money and shit, haven't they had to give back shit that, that was theirs? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like when I mean, it's... When it, I feel I like... We have to a judge if, I don't know, because I mean, OJ went to prison for stealing his own shit back. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
Went to prison for stealing something. How funny is that? Caught away with murder and everything. Um, I, but the thing is, though, is like, I I I, I feel like if if somebody in let's say using Weinstein as as an example, um, uh, when when somebody you know does something as heinous as he did, I think that it should ultimately be given back. To the people that made it, like it, it just makes more sense that way to me. Like that'd be, nice. that'd be yeah, the moral just, thing to do, the right thing to do, but the that's perfect just, world. Yeah, that's just well, and that's right because it also goes. We also, you know, we won't we won't get into it, but like Jeepers Creepers, they made that new movie of it, whatever. Apparently, Salva had nothing to do with it and all that shit. Um, but it's still that that creation. I don't, I don't, you know, it's just I don't know. It's still, I think that all that shit should just be. Yeah, it's uh, always going to have his stench on it. No matter who makes the movie, it's always going to have his stench on it. And I think yeah, it's going to turn a lot of people off. Well, what really sucks, though, when it comes down to that is the fact that look at how many movies that we love and we've talked about on here that Weinstein has, has a, a hand in. Fucking all of them. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's right there at the bottom. It says fucking Weinstein Corporation or whatever the fuck it is. So, yeah, I don't know, but whatever. It still sucks because I used to have multiple copies of it, and I don't have any, I don't think, and I'm kind of bummed about that. But such a good fucking movie. Such a good fucking movie. I'm glad, I'm glad that somebody picked that one because it made it easier for me to figure out what my number two is. And what is your number two? Oh, are we there already? Fuck. Um, okay. I'm going to do this. Originally, my number two was I thought about Dogma, thought about Mall Rats, and I thought about Red State. I'm going to go with Red State. Why? Because Mall Rats has been discussed, and so is Dogma, and that way we've, we've talked about it, and we all love them. So now, Red State. Um, Red State, I, it was a very shocking movie to me. Uh, that came out before Tusk. Um, so we, we got a little bit of the uber dark and serious from Kevin Smith already before Tusk, uh, just in a different manner. Uh, a great take on what we all think is actually going on with the fucking, uh, uh, the Westboro Baptist church. Is that what it is? Um, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Um, Westboro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, like the real life fucking assholes that protest mm -hmm. fucking soldiers and shit. Yeah, um, that's this. This is pretty much. This is pretty much a film that like. What you think about when you think about play, like people like that and all that shit. Like, I believe everything in this fucking movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, um, it's and like, first off, gotta start with like, the cast. The, the cast is great. It's got that one little fucking shithead that's like in every horror movie, and he always plays a fucking moron. Um, and, and you, you've got John Candy or John Candy shit, John Goodman, Goodman uh, who, in my opinion, skipping through a little bit, gives one of the best monologues at the end of that movie, um, to where, Hey, Shay, what's up, Shay? That's awesome. That's one of my best friends. It's Shay. She was also a merch girl in Bastard Sons. Um, she's like my little sister. But anyway, um, that's awesome. But uh, uh, 
What was I fucking talking about? Sorry. John Goodman, the monologue at the end. The monologue at the end that John Goodman talks about after everything went down and they're, you know, going over stuff. It's just fucking great. I mean, I'm a huge Goodman fan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes, he's he's always going to be, you know, uh, you know, Mr. Connor. Uh, but he... He's Walter from Big Lebowski. Yeah, that yeah, see that too, yeah. Uh, great, great actor, great actor. Dan um, Dan, the drywall man. But this movie really made you think about a lot of shit, a lot of tragedy uh, in American history. Um, you know, it, it, it's not only a take on the Westboro Baptist Church being pieces of shit, but it's also, um, you know, got a little bit of Waco, Texas in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a little bit of, uh, uh, oh, what the fuck, Ruby Ridge in there. Um, you know, it, it's... It's pretty fucking crazy. Um, although I will say that that uh, it, it also oh well actually this goes along with it because it really does show um, how crooked uh, the government is when it comes down to things like this. Because there's a part of the you know the, the and for those of you that aren't familiar with this, I I wish I had my DVD in here. Um, yeah, for those of you who aren't familiar with Red State, Red State is a film uh, about a uber psycho crazy Christian group. Uh, Westboro Baptist Church. If you know anything about them, if you don't, go look them up. Uh, believe me, fucking nuts. Um, they believe that basically, if it feels good, it's really wrong, and you deserve to die for it. Um, which isn't too far off from the truth on you know all these fucking psycho fucking whatever bullshit people, um, psycho evangelists. Um, but they. Uh, they end up that you know everybody's kind of fearful of them in this little this little area where the, where their, their, their little compound is located, uh, and there's these boys and this is this is this is such a Kevin Smith story plot. This really is the fact that these teenage guys they're in high school like seniors or the fuck, and they're trying to get laid, so they go on dating sites. Which this was this was like <laughs> what is it? Craigslist. Yeah, 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 um, and find a, a woman on there that is willing to have sex with all three of them, um, and of course they're fucking dumb, young, and horny, and they go along with it like it's you know no big deal. <clears throat> of course, one of them is a little bit uh, nervous about it. One guy's gun ho about it. Um, the other guy's kind of like eh about it. Um, they get drugged. This is to be a running theme with Kevin Smith's serious movies. Um, they get drugged because this this older woman when they, when they open up she when she invites them in and stuff she she looks a little older than you would expect, but she starts giving them beer and they're like they're in high school you offered a beer you're not going to say no. Um, they get uh, drugged, pass out, wake up, and they're all being held hostage um, in this fucking compound. Um, and while they're there, it's a there's bloodshed that happens. You know, they watch people get, get killed. A couple of the guys don't make it. Um, shows you how sinister religion can be, how sinister the mindset can be. Um, to you know, and I'm not I'm not downing anybody's belief. I'm not saying anything bad about anything. I'm not making this into a religious thing. Whatever. But this really does. This movie really does uh, show you 
um, how far people can go uh, with the Invisible Man. And it's insane to me. Because um, when you watch this movie, it's more, it doesn't even come off like it's not real. Mm-hmm. Like, it comes off like a movie. Like, you know how, like, ABC and NBC, like, after there was a tragedy, they might still do it. I don't know. I haven't, been, I haven't watched fucking cable in years. But the, after there was a tragedy, they would always have a movie of the week a week later. It's like they were already filming that shit before they even knew it was going on. They cranked those bitches out. They did, they did. And cool speaking stuff. of Waco, <laughs> that, speaking of Waco, do you remember the Waco movie that came out when that was going on? They came out literally in the middle of that whole fucking thing. Uh, well, they they were making it in the middle of it. And if I remember correctly, um, they didn't finish it until after they found out. Oh, Duder's dead. These people died. The government, you know, the government has nothing to do with it. Bullshit. Um, the guy wanted to be Jesus. Let him play Jesus. Nobody was fucking hurt. Fuck the government. Uh, power to the people. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> oh, damn. Um, but it, it's it's such a it's such a dark movie. But it's it's about stuff that I believe is actually going on. Uh, the standoff between the cops and and, and the religious group. Um, what the you know how the the FBI agents go about taking it taking down the the house when there's children in there and they get the order they get they get a, the the code to wipe them all out and uh uh it's it's i got chills just thinking about it like it, it it's 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 a really fucking like it's one of those movies that if you've never seen it and you watch it your first watch you're going mm-hmm. oh yeah you can't forget about the 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 cop <laughs> that's he's 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 a homosexual um, and he's he's in the closet, and he and it actually gets brought up to him about, you know, when he tries to like threaten, you know, the 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 church guys, and he's like, well, it'd be really a shame. He said he says something along the lines of like, it'd be a real shame if if uh, if your uh, your station or anybody find out about what you do there with that Mexican, or actually, he says another word. Uh, on the side of the road out there, and it's just like, oh, like it's it, it's just there's, there's a whole bunch of shit in, in, in this fucking movie. It's it's a serious one. It's a real. It's not for kids, <laughs> by any means. But, but it it is kind of interesting though the fact that like okay, Dogma was pretty much the first inkling of like uber serious type shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, from Kevin Smith, and then like when you went over to uh, Red State, um, it's like there was the comedy element in Dogma with, with the darkness, making it a dark comedy. Red State, there's not really anything funny in this movie, except for when the, the teen boys are uh, you know, talking their shit before they do all this, that whole little thing. That's about the only funny thing in this movie. The rest of it is fucked up. and uh, So that's why it is my number two because Red State's a fucked up movie, and I like fucked up movies. Um, and you already picked the other two that I was trying to figure out, so you made my selection. So, get you. You're food. welcome. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you all are you all fans of Red State? You both have seen it, haven't you? I have. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time. That when we decided we were going to do this, that was the first movie I went to go look for, and I couldn't find it. I always oh, really? Like it. I've seen it numerous times. I remember it like it really catches you off guard. 
and each act changes. You're like, holy shit, I didn't see that coming. Like, I liked it just because it was like the first thing that Kevin kind of went outside the VSQ universe and kind of mm-hmm. did something serious. He's like, you know how I know that Jersey Girl vibes. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know how I, I, I did these serious movies and I put comedy in it? I'm going to make a serious movie and not have any comedy in it. Mm-hmm. And everybody was kind of like, oh, yeah. okay. Nobody knew how to take it. Just like with, you know, kind of the same thing of, of when Jim Carrey did uh, uh, the number 27 or 24. What, what is it? The number 20. Um, the number 24. Number 24. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Like, it was Jim a good Carrey fucking movie. Number 23. Number 23. Number 23. <laughs> it was one of them. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> fucking dumb dick. No, um. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, people that know how to take Jim Carrey is that, and Jim Carrey did a fucking amazing job, and that's how I feel about Red State is the fact that I think that, um, you know, I think Kevin Smith did a great job on it, and I think the people that don't like it are the ones that just want dick and fart jokes constantly, mm-hmm. and instead of actually a masterpiece, which is what I do believe that Red State is. I think it is a masterpiece. See what Mike said, like, I almost picked Zach and Mary as well. For one of mine, just because me and Mike were extras in the movie and actually got to be on set when it was getting filmed. I'm a bad friend because I should have got that scene from Zach and Mary. See, Zach and Mary is another Whether fucking Anybody writer. said it or not, I should have got it. Dutch Rudder? The what? The Dutch Rudder? What'd you call me? <laughs> I see... That's how, and since it was brought up in here, here about, about, about Michael, um, Zack and Mary is a good fucking movie too. I almost forgot about it. Mm-hmm. That, that movie is fucking, most of the time if a movie involves porno, um, I'm going to watch it and most likely I'm going to probably like it. If it's a movie that's about porno that isn't actually porno, count me in. I kind of figured because I actually caught like a smidgen piece of your uh, podcast the other night whenever you guys were talking about the the one porn chick and all the movies like the oh. freaking porno she's done that all involve ass play yeah i looked her up afterwards and that, no joke some of them titles that jd was rapping off like that shit was killing me guys uh, she, she she's great <laughs> what part was that it was in a store and you what? and mike you and mike walked by yeah we were uh in the one scene where uh Craig Robinson is trying. He was going to go buy his flat screen TV, but he ended up buying a video camera instead. Okay. I'm a bad friend. And then we were in the store just hanging out as extras walking around in the back. I love the fact that Tracy Lords is in that movie. Who? I love Tracy Lords. And I, I love the fact that she also shits on a guy in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, that, that, that scene right there, like, that it's uh, that that is that is a very Kevin Smith scene, scene for that movie, but it's it's a good movie. It's a good plot, and it gets a lot of fucking bullshit a lot. Yeah, I think like, on the DVD copy of Zach and Mary, me and like the deleted scene were in number eleven, either eleven or twenty one. I don't remember. Yeah, I remember that they uh, they had to cut the make a porno after a while too. Certain video uh, uh, theaters weren't. They weren't wanting to put it in their fingers because it said porno. Yeah, just because yeah. porno was in the title. 
which me and my friend Jen actually almost, I think I told you about it before, we, we were supposed to make a podcast a year ago, and it was going to be called, it was going to be called the Chuck and Jen Make a, po- make a Podcast. And we thought it was the greatest fucking title, and us two stunners don't ever fucking do it. We recorded one episode, and it was, we talked, we, we were, it was when we actually have gotten drunk together, and the conversations went off the rail, and I could never release it, ever. <laughs> so, yeah, a little bit of that. But yeah, Zach and Mary is a great fucking movie. Underrated as fuck. It I is. Or the other thing. Fuck you, Scott. I'm trying to find the scene you were in. Isn't it this one? It is that one, but you don't really see us in this one. You do at some point, but barely. Hey, Chris, what's up, brother? And yes, just all was hilarious in that. Shit. Would that count since I was broadcasting it from my phone on the webcam on stream? Nah. I guess so, we'll find uh, out in a minute. Like I said, he, <laughs> like I said, he walks in at 447 and I walk by at 517. Uh, Chris Payton right here is... is not like the actual movie. That's where I'm at. I I, I got to say, Chris Payton, who made the Justin Long, is hysterical in this. Two things. One, he is correct. Justin Long's character in this movie is fucking hilarious when it comes to Zack and Mary. Yeah. Um, and also, Chris is also uh, going to be our fourth. Uh, Later, Bill. Have a good night, sir. Go Later, on. man. Oh, gotcha. Uh, but Chris is going to be a part of the video store clerks here before too long. So, that is, that is the Chris. Good. Just watch Barbarian Badass. I want to see that shit, too. I do, too. We were just watching yeah. the trailer for it earlier. I've heard good things. I have, too. Uh, Chris and I were actually, uh, and we'll get back to this in just a bit, but Chris and I were actually uh, talking about the new Pearl, uh, which he went and saw, and I haven't talked to him since he saw it. Um, but, uh, but, man. That looks good, and so does Smile. I haven't seen Smile, but X was damn good, so I'm really curious about Pearl. Yeah, so you haven't seen that yet either. I've heard good things about that, and the new Hellraiser. Oh, oh I, I can't I'm fucking so excited. Like if you could just see the boner I have when I'm just thinking. Oh, about dude, I, I I just kept I'm watching not, that trailer over I'm glad and over I couldn't again. Couldn't see your boner, Chuck. <laughs> Don't lie. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't want to watch Growing Pains. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go off topic for a second and just say that I haven't felt that way about a movie coming out in years. The Hellraiser. Yeah. I'm I'm stoked. I'm really excited. This right here. This right here. The fucking puzzle box. The first addition to the horror arm was this bastard on my fucking leg elbow. Uh, Hellraiser is fucking awesome, and a lot of people are fucking. You know what? I'm gonna say this real quick since we're fucking talking about this shit. Anybody out there wants to fucking bitch about the fucking new Hellraiser movie and who's playing like the you know Pinhead? And it's not Doug Bradley. Look, we all love Doug Bradley. We all love Doug Bradley. Okay, totally. But go back and read Hellbound Heart. 
This is the closest thing. It even says that Pinhead was a little more feminine, but had a male voice. I think that they, from the trailer for this, looks fucking amazing. Clive mm-hmm. Barker has the okay on it. I think he, he's got, he's got, he had something to do with it as well. I'm not going to fucking question the master, and uh, no one should uh, ever be, uh, do that as, either. Like, I, I think that people need to fucking get over some shit. Uh, let this fucking be. No, Hellraiser Revelation was a piece of shit. Judgment was fucking good, and it wasn't Doug Bradley playing Pinhead then either. You know what I Let's, found out that broke my heart? In this fucking franchise. I, 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 Hellraiser. I almost wanted to throw up. This broke my heart. I found out that Hellraiser's five on, which I think there was ten of them, from five on were scripts that were just from other movies, other horror movies, that mm-hmm. just got turned into Hellraisers. Yep. That was the level of interest and care that went into all those sequels. It that just yes. broke my fucking that, heart. And that is why this movie, like, dude, I feel like that the new Hellraiser, I feel like that somebody, I feel like this, that this is, has had people's fucking blood come and sweat on this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. There, there's a passion for this. Uh, there's a need for this in the horror community. We need this again. We need this fucking... It's the perfect time for it to come back out and make a fucking comeback. Perfect time. I can't sexual, wait to see all the other Cenobite designs. Sexual deviation. Fucking like, yeah. you know, BDSM. Hell. Satan. The door is wide open. This is now. This is now. This is the Hellraiser. This is the new Hellraiser generation. I, I I really hope that this movie is as good as I'm I'm just thinking it's going to be, because it needs to happen. It needs to fucking happen. I, I I've got a couple of friends of mine that not this weekend but the next we've got a Hellraiser night that we're doing because they've never seen any of them. Oh. And so Hellraiser one and two definitely went like really? yeah, that's it's getting you know. But yeah, new Hellraiser looks fucking amazing. I I know we're talking totally off thing on it, but you brought it up, god damn it. Yeah, Hellraiser. When it comes to Hellraiser, yeah, I, I can go on for fucking I'm sure we'll hour. talk about it the week after oh, it comes yeah. out. We definitely will, for sure. Fuck yeah. I guarantee Fuck it. And I'm telling you right now, and there's a lot of things we'll say about it, then we'll move on to number one. If mm-hmm. Hulu fucking nails this, gets this one right, I swear to God, give them the Friday the 13th and Alien franchises too. Fuck it. All right, so number one, and you know what? Back to Kevin Smith. Was there ever any doubt as to what my number one was going to be? I'll just play this. I'm pretty sure that... uh, I think it's all of ours. I feel good today, Sal Bob. We're gonna make some money. And you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna go to that party. We're gonna get some pussy. I'm gonna fuck this bitch. I'm gonna fuck this bitch. I'll fuck anything that moves. <laughs> Clerks. Clerks. I was 14 years old when this movie came out, and I thought it was funny. I thought it was great. I've probably seen it a thousand times, but I went back and watched it last week for the first time in years and years and years, and it was even funnier. I swear to God. Um, I think I relate more now that I'm older. I think I relate more to the characters than what I did before when I was a kid. 
Yeah. And there's something about that part when the cat takes a shit in front of that customer that just had me laughing out loud. I don't know. But great movie. It really was. Like even being in black and white, like it was just like never didn't care. Know, like yeah, you didn't really care. It was said. No, was... What? Sorry. Go on. Go on. I was just saying, like a lot of the movies that were black and white were just old, boring movies. Like whenever they actually went back and made something black and white, like that was a newer movie that always interested me. Anyway. Hmm. I like black and white movies. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's whenever I see like. New movies come out that are in black and white. Like I always tend to end up watching them. Right. Yeah. It was part of the part of the mystique about this movie was the fact that it was in black and white. It was just kind of like I don't know for some reason it, it added something. It's like I don't know. This movie really shows that like you really can make something out of nothing and yeah. mm-hmm. become a thing. Because I mean this. This is, I mean, this is, we all agree this is all of our number ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. How could it not be? Yeah, I, I, this, this movie is, again, it's just like mall rats. It's you and your friends being stupid. It's, right. I mean, how many, how many times you've been called into work on your day off? And how many times of those days that you've been called into work, you've bitched about how you're not supposed to be there that day? <laughs> yep. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Vermont. <laughs> That tagline gets used all the time. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, and, and, and honestly, how many of us have a friend like Randall? And knew somebody like Jay. I think I've got friends uh, from everybody in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I swear to fuck. Oh, I thought some of my pick cop out for number one. That I was going to say yoga hosers. We'll get to that one in a second. <laughs> um, no, I don't even think it. I don't even think it cost thirty thousand. No, it was uh, twenty-seven thousand five hundred and seventy-five. Holy shit! What? Yes. <laughs> He, he dropped that on like college and fucking got his tuition back for five grand. Then maxed out all of his credit cards and sold his comic collection. And he like, got something dude. back from a car he lost in a flood. I yeah, think. he got insurance money from PETA yeah. for three grand. And all that only added up to 30000 I feel like he should have got a lot more. That's kind of sad. Like the first showing completely bombed. Like nobody was there. They got the worst spot ever at the con they went through. Was the eleven in the morning con? Nobody ever went. And then like some fucking film critic guy actually did go because he figured yeah. they got the worst spot, and he just liked the the still frame shot they used to advertise for it. So he went and saw it, and then it just turned into a whole fucking chain of events to where it just kept getting passed around to different people. And then eventually Harvey Weinstein yeah. picked it up. I think he turned it down at first. He did. He walked and, out. And um. And then oh, watched, that's right. And it was the part with the it. cigarettes. And then he watched it with the. Uh, an audience at the, the con. Yeah. Yeah, apparently Weinstein was a heavy smoker and the part at the beginning with the Chulis gum. Yeah. Made him walk out so he didn't buy it. Kind of fucked up. Yeah. If he would have stuck it. around, he would have seen the whole fucking, like, you know, thing with that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, 
Come on, dude. Great yeah. soundtrack too, by the way. Which Kevin didn't even smoke back then. Like he just did it for the part, and then he became a smoker. That's how he got started smoking. Uh, I went and saw Kevin Smith. Uh, I guess it was around the time Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back came out. He went. He was. He was uh, at the UK speaking. He was only <laughs> supposed to speak for an hour and a half, and he ended up speaking for four and a half hours. Uh, he's, a he's, he's yeah, he is. And the thing is, I could have listened to him for another three hours. Right. Like I it just he has so many fun stories, um, and it was hilarious. Like I, I and when he was talking about clerks, what was he said about it? Um. Oh yeah, they're like originally because if you if you've seen the alternate ending to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the original idea for clerks was supposed to be a whole lot darker. Um, I can't remember exactly what he fucking said about it, but there was something more to it. There was, there was supposed to be, there was supposed to be like a serial killer on a loose or a string of robberies or something to all go along with the ending of the movie. Uh, for those that aren't aware, um, sorry if you haven't seen the alternate endings of this movie yet. This movie's been out since how long? And the 94. And the, and the ending is on, uh, somebody owes somebody a Coke. Um, and, uh, uh, when it came out, okay, whew, if you get the DVD, whatever, the alternating's on there. Jesus fucking Christ. Speaking's hard. Thinking's hard. <laughs> what the fuck ever. Um, but the ending of the movie, Dante gets shot by Kevin Smith, uh, which is interesting. I mean, the fact, I'm glad they shot it. No pun intended, but I'm glad they 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 shot that ending just so we could see it how it would be. It's kind of like right. if they would have actually shot the. Uh, I don't know if we ever figured out they actually did or not, but like Rambo, like First Blood, you know, the alternate thing where he actually kills himself mm -hmm. and all that sort of. Whatever. You know, it's interesting to 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 think about. You know, oh, this movie almost had this ending, da, 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 da. and that, it would have been a totally different fucking movie. It, it wouldn't have been the, the comic genius that it is. Uh, well, if, it's, uh, it's the first time that he actually showed it, it had the original ending in it. And then whenever they went back and did some re-editing because they were told that like it would be a better ending if he just ended after he, like the night was over, then they put it in the Sundance, and that's whenever they won all that shit. Mm. Yeah. There was also a scene um, that actually showed inside the funeral when Randall knocks over the casket, but I don't think they ever shot it. I think it was too expensive. No, they made it as an animated part. Oh, the, they put uh, it in the cartoon. Yeah, you can right. watch it actually in the movie on like the Blu-ray cut and everything. I think Did it you said the cartoon? Oh, there I, it is. I, I have some VHS still. Those cartoons are great. Did you ever see the sitcom version? That's what this it's is. Horrible. Wait. I mean the live action one. No. It's horrible. Um, Jim Brewer's in it. The pilot episode is on YouTube. I got through about three minutes of it and turned it off. Who does Bad. Jim Brewer play? I th I think he plays the Rand Randall character. I mean, I can see I that. Think. I guess I'm oh, not wow. positive though. Like I said, I only sat through a couple. Oh, the minutes animated of it. series was great. The, the, this shit cracks my cracks my ass up. It really does. I'm so glad I have this one on fucking VHS too. Actually, this was gifted me, gifted to me my buddy Jason years ago. Um, I'd say at this point he probably wishes he had it back. Um, 
Yeah, it was cool to to actually see uh, all our favorite characters in a fucking uncensored animated uh, feature, um, and well, episodes, whatever. But um, but I think actually you can watch the whole thing as a movie. But it might be something separate. I don't fucking know. I think it was just all plumped together. But Jan, Selen, Bob, Dante, and Randall. Four four characters that fucked up people like us will always remember. Like, and we'll always again. We all know Dante. We all know Randall. We all know Jay, and we all know Selen, Bob. See, I love those cartoons. Like whenever uh, it's like the court scene. And then fucking all Randall's doing is like calling up directors and people and then asking for his 12 bucks back. (laughs) Wait, what? The guy from Chasing Amy that tells the finger stuff story. story, That's the guy that apparently shoots Dante in the end, which is actually Kevin Smith's cousin Johnny. Does he look just like Kevin Smith? Because wasn't it? I mean, they, they just kind of show, like, a side profile, but they all had mullets and shit back then because they were, had that whole hockey hair thing going mm-hmm. on. No. I, cause I thought it showed his face. I thought it was Kevin Smith. No. Huh. Yeah, Chasing Amy's another one that, that I actually enjoy. I, I, I like Chasing Amy. Yeah, I always uh, like the, uh, the dollar in the middle of the four-way stop thing. <laughs> Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, the friendly lesbian, and the male-hating dyke. <laughs> yeah. No, that, was, that, that was Amy, actually. We have oh, yeah? Amy. Well, shit, play that shit. Uh, might as well throw it up there. Throw it might up there. Fuck you, the trouble. This was the hardest one to get a, a quick clip out of, by the way. <clears throat> Scott Moser with his porn stash. So I went with this so one. So basically, you just trace. To give the image more definition, only then does the drawing truly take shape. No, 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 no. You go over what he draws with a pen, all right? That's tracing. Hey man, let me ask you something. Somebody draws something and then draw the exact same thing, like right on top of it, without going outside the original designated art. What do you call it? I don't know, man. Tracing? See? You want your book signed or what? Hey, 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 hey! Don't get all testy with him just because you got a problem with your station in life. Oh, I'm secure with what I do. Then just say it. You're a tracer. What the do you fucking tracer? I'll trace a chocolate around your dead fucking body, you fuck! Would you get him out of here? Hey, wait a second! He jumped me! You fucking tracer! <laughs> I forgot that was fucking Casey Affleck. Yeah. I fucking hate that guy. There's just something about him that I just want to kick right in his goddamn teeth. I don't know if it's the fact that, like, in an Assassin of Jesse James, I really hated the fact that he did a good job in the fucking movie and the fact that he killed Jesse James. I don't know. I just, for some reason, every fucking movie that kid's in, I just want to punch him. I just, I don't, I just, just punch him. Like, just, you know, gone. I Wasn't just, he I the know. Kill Bill kid in Tusk? Or no? No. Oh, no. No, no. I just saw that movie today. And he reminded me of him for some reason. The Kill Bill kid in Tusk was, I think, just a fan. He, like, they, he was going to uh, like digital tech school type shit, and then he made that video, and then it, he sent it to Kevin. And then apparently, I think he became like one of Kevin's sounds guys on oh. the Tusk film. Huh. So he like gave uh, the dude, 
gave the dude a chance. Wasn't the other guy in that scene? Wasn't that uh, the guy that was Snowball in Clerks? Yeah, yeah. yeah so Scott Moser stole that line from Untouchables. What's you're mucking with it? Okay, I love the Untouchables. That is a movie that I have not watched in forever, which I think oh. we'll get into at some point. Yeah, um, I, think we're, I think we were talking about doing a mafia night on in like November once Halloween and shit's over. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Um, yeah, I didn't even realize that was that was a, a a line from that. Boy, I feel like an idiot. <clears throat> yeah, educational programming. Yeah, the yeah. Untouchables is streaming. I think it's on HBO. I saw it somewhere because I almost watched it one night. Do you remember the fucking video game of the Untouchables on Nintendo? No, not at all. Oh my god, I used to love that game, but it was such a pain in the ass because it was a first-person shooter. But you were like. You were, you were kind of in the corner, and you had a gun, and it kind of moved. It, it was weird movement and stuff. It was really cool for, for Nintendo. But yeah, fuck. God, I love that fucking movie. Sean Connery, Kevin Costner, that one ugly motherfucker that's bad guy and everything he's in. Yeah, that's a good movie. Fucking A. All right, that sounds good. That's a good segue. Are we doing Mafia movies next week? No. After, 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 after Halloween. Okay. Yeah, yeah, after Halloween. Uh-huh. After Halloween, we'll do, we'll do that. What's it's the most movie? wonderful time of the year. Bitch, please. You almost made me laugh. Um, but there you have it. There's Kevin Smith night. We're going a little over, so we'll get out of here. It's time to close up the store. My top three were Tusk, Mall Rats, and Clerks. Tusk, Dogma Clerks. Tusk, Red State, Clerks. Wow. So that's, there you have it. That's probably the most we have ever all agreed on anything, right? In that in that kind of order, yeah. We we've yeah. we've always kind of tinkered with okay, well I had a number one. Oh, that was my number three, that was my number two, that right. was my number three. And yeah, for us to be this in sync, I, although I wasn't shocked. I'm not really that shocked on how things went. But I'm glad it went this way because I was able to talk about Red State. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. So Radio Store thank you yeah. for joining. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And it's time to close up the store, so we're going to do that. But please join us again next Wednesday night at 11 p.m. Eastern. We are your video store clerks. I'm Dave. Chapman. Mr. Nasty. My nipples are so hard they could cut planets right now. Meow, meow. It's not a legacy I want to leave behind, but I am Chuck Nasty. How the fuck am I out of this Welcome to the store. This is Video Store Clerks. All movies. All the time. Welcome to the store.